Hello, good afternoon, Michael Wynn, Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, Division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Welcome to the Digital Marketing Podcast and Video Series. We talk about digital marketing strategies and tactics to help grow your business. Today, we're gonna to talk about what are the three essential business growth hacks for 2021. Wow, here we are, it is 2021. We have finally clawed and scraped our way out of 2020. Uh, and maybe like many of you, uh, many of you, um, the impact of COVID has impacted your business, maybe you personally, and I am uh, one of those as well. I, uh, in back in November, uh, ended up with, uh, fighting my own battle against COVID. It was probably one of the most uh, difficult illnesses I've gone through personally. Uh, you know, 10 days of 100 plus fever, the body aches, the chills, um, you know, loss of taste and smell. I mean, the whole nine yards. It was absolutely one of the most brutal uh, personal battles that I've gone through. So, for those of you who uh, either know someone or have, um, you know, experienced this battle yourself, um, my sympathies to you and uh, a message for the rest of you out there, wear your freaking masks. Um, okay, so let's get on with the 2021. What are the three essential business growth hacks? You know, one of the things that I really enjoy doing um, you know, kind of in little, you know, spurts as a regular part of my inspiration, my, my gathering of inspiration is I watch a lot of YouTube videos of some of the professionals that I look up to who inspire me to be better and think about how to grow my own business, our own digital agency. Um, so whether it's Gary Vaynerchuk or whether it's Kevin O'Leary or, you know, Simon Sinek, you know, whoever it is, Seth Godin, um, you know, I, I do that. So I was watching a, a recent video interview with Kevin O'Leary that was actually very recent. It was just towards the end of November. And the, the interview, uh, the, the question was posed, you know, what do you think is is really the key for how have your businesses survived 2020? And I thought it was really interesting the way he responded. Now, you know, he's got about 50 companies uh, in his portfolio uh, that he oversees, and about 20% of them represent industries that are travel related, wedding related. Um, and a couple of others that lost about 20% um, or, or, or lost greater than 20%. And in some cases, really were devastated. And, and it, those businesses represent, um, ironically, 20% of his portfolio. And what he said was the other 80% who did not, who weren't in those industries and who actually thrived or, or at least maintain or grew in 2020, um, what did they do? How did they make it? And he really boiled it down to something that I thought was really fantastic. And he said it really boiled down to two key pieces. And so 
these are going to be two of the three and we're going to kind of combine them together and that was um storytelling and digitalization and you know he said uh the, the interviewer you know kind of followed up well what do you mean by that and he said well you know the first thing that i want to comment about that is you know when people ask me what's the what's the best or or what's the most where's the where's the upside in careers as it relates to career paths uh, for the future. And he said, you know, I also, I, I used to always respond with engineering, engineering, engineering. And he said, recently I've added to that very exclusive list, storytelling. And, and many people say, well, what do you mean storytelling? And he said, really having the ability to creatively tell a story that communicates important truths in any media format. So whether it's video or whether it's written word or whether it's a visual, storytelling is on par with engineering as a career. And, and, and it's one of the most important areas that a business can invest in as you look to succeed and, and move forward out of 2020 and move into 2021. And he went on to talk about, you know, and, and really started to unpack that even more. Um, from the digitalization standpoint, one of the things that he specifically mentioned was being able to go directly to your consumer or go directly to the person that is the decision maker when it comes to your products or services. And, and that ability to go direct was a key linchpin in the 80% of his business portfolio companies succeeding when others were failing. So I think that that is a huge signal to us, whether you're a marketer, whether you're a business owner, um, whatever your professional uh, title is, is to think about how can I get closer to the decision maker in every area of interaction. So the other, the other part that that made me think about, you know, in terms of storytelling is how as professionals, we have often undervalued personal branding. And I think that it's really interesting that Mr. Wonderful um, has done a, a pretty amazing job at his own personal branding. Um, I know I've seen a lot of content that he has produced probably in the last two years. And ironically, he admitted on the show uh, or on the interview that he invested in um, additional production or additional support staff to help him produce more content um, that was his, that was his own. And what I mean by produce content, I don't mean, you know, set up a, a, a filming crew and, you know, uh, storyboard something. He really started to just almost like ad lib, you know, turning on the camera and just recording and recording him doing the things that he does in his daily life, whether that was playing the guitar or whether that was conducting, you know, um, you know, a pitch review or, you know, whatever the daily activities were in his 
you know, daily business life. And then the, the part that he paid for the production value, if you will, was really just to make sure that, you know, there was, you know, whatever logo branding was on the end or whether the sound quality was adjusted just enough. Again, we're not trying to produce a George Lucas feature film. We just want to make sure that everyone can hear or everyone can see the important thing that's being communicated in the piece. So I think that what that really says to us at a macro level is transparency matters. And how, how do you create transparency? Well, I think that in just recording the things that you do on a daily basis, day in and day out, that's just a basic level of transparency. Like here I am, this is what I do. And this is how I say it. And this is how I talk. Because here's the other thing, you know, um, when it comes to transparency, I, I think that as consumers, as a consumer, a global consumer environment, and, and as consumers of content across the internet, you know, our BS meter is highly tuned. It is so easy to hear when someone is lying through their teeth. And I think that it has been documented, you know, where businesses did not represent the truth about their mishaps or their mistakes. And I think that I have, you've seen numerous examples of businesses who try, who got out in front of a situation and said, we made a mistake and here's what we're doing to fix it. And here are the things that we've put in place to make sure it never happens again. And, and, and provide visual evidence that that commitment is real and not just lip service. So I think that that storytelling and that digitalization, the, those two pieces of those of, of really what are the three essential business growth hacks for 2021 include digitalization and storytelling. And when I say storytelling, I don't mean telling stories, lying. I mean, telling a story in an authentic and real way that people get to know who you are. I mean, it's, it's almost like you're dating your consumer or you're dating your prospects or you're, you know, um, trying to put your best authentic real self forward and not trying to pretend, right? So I think that, you know, it's funny because, uh, and again, uh, the last kind of quote here or, or mention that Kevin, Kevin O'Leary said was most businesses who are caught, who are caught lying or cheating lose 50% of their business, boom, right off the top. And it's almost impossible to get it back. So I think that that is something that we really all should take to heart and, and try to think about in 2021, how can we be our truest, most authentic selves? And, and how do we create a, a situation where we are closer and, and re remove the distance between us and our consumers or us and the decision makers. The, the other kind of component that I think from a practical standpoint is what, how, how do you accelerate growth 
and what are the metrics to, to see if you're doing a really good job. So again, we're, we're talking and I'm, and I'm kind of combining these to make up, this is sort of that third leg or that third growth hack that we're talking about is creating accelerated growth and what metrics do we measure to know whether or not we're getting the acceleration that we need. So I want to start with something that many people are not aware of. We all know that Amazon is an incredible company, and but what we don't know or what's not often talked about is what happened in early 2000. What was one of the savviest moves that Amazon made to help really establish their dominance when it came to uh, consumer influence? Well, they looked around and they were looking for how could we get in front of as many people as possible at the absolute lowest cost possible? And, and how can we make sure that the people that we're in front of, that the message or the um, offer that we're talking about matches perfectly with what they're interested in? Like, it's basically how can we be the opposite of guy on the corner with a bullhorn trying to sell you stuff? Like, how can we be the exact opposite of that? And so what they did was they started dumping, dumping an enormous amount of money. And this is, again, early 2000, uh, dumping a massive amount of capital in marketing on a technology that a lot of people thought was really kind of just weird, basically. And that was the idea that there was this product called Google, and that if you typed in the word and hit enter, you would get some information that would pop up. And they paid to pop up on words related to the products that they sold on their platform. Now, <laughs> we look back 20 years from that, 15 years from that, you know, early 2000s, and we were like, well, duh, of course they, did Google AdWords, but guys, at the time, spending enormous amounts of money on that platform, other brands were looking at them like, why are they spending so much money on that? It wasn't that the platform itself was, you know, fantastic or something crazy. It was the price. It was the price, the cost for putting those ads on there. They were literally paying pennies on the dollar, two, three cents, four cents, five cents, six cents for someone to click on their ad and take them to the Amazon shopping platform. Those same words today are 1000x that cost. And what I mean by that is literally, if they were paying six cents, you know, or five cents um, for the keyword, uh, you know, medical supplies or you know toothbrush or whatever that same word today that same click might cost six dollars or five dollars i'm not kidding absolute truth so now they don't they've done a lot of things to to make their product and platform incredible but but that one thing that they did because the attention value there was so low and they invested so heavily. I mean, they were 30 times more. They invested 30 times more budget 
than the number two advertiser in the early 2000s on Google ad platform. And you know who they were? eBay. And they were spending 30 times the amount that eBay was. So what this should tell you is if you want to accomplish the Amazon effect, you really have to look for and understand where is the underpriced value for getting the most attention right now. And I think a lot of you would be surprised. This goes to the digitization of your product or brand, and that is to understand what is happening right now on LinkedIn. Right now on LinkedIn, and it, and it has been tracking for the last really 18 to 24 months, but really in the last 12 months, um, because there is so much work from home, because people are finding more time to, you know, uh, look around and, and learn more and, and they're just on the internet more, they're on all of these platforms, but LinkedIn even more so. So how can you accelerate growth with underpriced attention right now? Guys, I'm going to tell you, it's super easy and it literally will cost you nothing. Zero. Go on LinkedIn and post 10 times in one day. What? Yeah, I'm serious. You could literally do it once an hour during the day and once when you get home or twice when you get home to get to the 10. Or you could do it every half hour, whatever. But some people say, Mike, well, mom, that's too much. People are going to tune out. Great. They're going to tune out. But guess what? What we understand now about these platforms is that the volume matters. And if you go back to what I said before about authenticity and transparency, you understand that it's not just about, you know, posting garbage, you know, or, or spam. Like a lot of people say, I just, I only post once a month because I want quality posts on my, on my LinkedIn. Great. What you don't understand is that right now the algorithm sees that number and sees that volume. There's one more metric that we're going to talk about. Um, and guys, if, if these videos uh, help you or, or if these audio, um, you know, podcast episodes help you out in any way, please leave a comment for me and let me know uh, what you liked about it, what you don't like about it. Uh, it really means a lot to me. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, please put a comment in the comment section below. Uh, it, it really does help me just understand um, what's important to you guys. But going back to LinkedIn and you're posting 10 times, you know, a day, what's happening is the the platform is is seeing that volume and is starting to see how the attraction of the members and the people that you're you know connected with how they're stopping and looking at that information but again there's one more metric that we're going to talk about but if you want to move the needle when it comes to your market share you have to understand that you are the personal brand for your business and you need to understand that right now, LinkedIn is incredibly underpriced attention and organic posting, meaning the, the content that you post yourself on the platform, that's organic, is one of the most effective ways to accelerate your growth and increase your market share simply by elevating and raising brand awareness for your, your company and your brand.
So what it, what metric does matter most in 2021? I this is to me, I think one of the things that are one of the greatest. Uh, again, so people focus on you know clicks and views when it comes to di digitalization. And I'm here to tell you that you need to shift your thinking right now on what's most important. Yes, those are important, but you must understand that this metric trumps those. And that metric is how many comments were made. Why comments? Why is that metric so essential? Well, what, they what you need to understand if you're not aware on every platform, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, you know, any any platform that allows for comments to be made on post, the the variable that is the elevator or the amplification of visibility, comments are the most powerful metric. When a human comments on a piece of digital content, it explodes with I mean it's like a gigantic glowing orange light that says this is good pay attention to this put this above above you know other pieces of content that have the same metric because people are engaging with this right so that is so important because it's also another way for you to drive down acquisition costs because you don't pay. Let's say you you take a post and you you know promote it or elevate it or boost it or whatever. When people start to comment and then their friends see their comments, you don't pay for that. And so that's driving down your total acquisition cost when people do that. It, it allows your message to spread without you having to pay for it. And in 2021, budgets are going to shrink and people need to be savvy with their money when it comes to advertising and business growth. So how do you get more comments? Well, number one is think about, okay, I'm creating this content. What is the thing that I'm asking for first? We have made the mistake as marketers in being so focused on getting them to click and leave and go somewhere else. We need to reevaluate that and get them to engage on platform more because that is the variable that just tunes up the algorithm for raising the visibility of that piece of content. So when you create a, a piece of content, know that that is the number one goal to get a comment, period, end of story. And then one of the easiest ways is to make sure that there is a question that's part of it. Just say, you know, you ask the question, what do you like least? What do you like most? You know, what's your favorite or whatever, whatever question that you can elicit a response for. That's the key. Number two is personalization and localization of your content, because that metric when you start to create personalized, localized content and get comments, you really begin to granularly break down where is the interest, where is the opportunity in all of our market reach, where are we seeing the greatest opportunity? And when you create a large volume of, of creative, but it's personalized and it's localized, personalized meaning you know the verbiage is significantly connected to the buying motivation um, or the you know feature value 
specific, uh, you know, keyword, if you will, and then localize it, meaning put it in a context that's where the person lives, literally, or the decision where they are, literally, geography, you know, from a, a geographical uh, context. So that in and of itself, those two things, asking a question in your content, personalizing and local localization of the content are the best ways to elicit uh, a comment in, in your social and digital content. So when we look back at this thing and, and we kind of review what we've talked about today and we say, okay, what are the three essential business growth hacks for 2021? Number one is digitalization. Number two is storytelling. And, and number three is accelerated growth. And how we think about those three things really matters. How is it that, how do we evaluate and, and retool to get ourselves closer to the decision maker? And how do we do that in a digital format? Um, in, and in storytelling, how do we get better at producing more content across the platforms like LinkedIn, where the visibility and, and the cost, the acquisition of new business costs are so low and the opportunity is so high, how do we do that? Um, and then lastly, uh, in accelerated growth, how do we recognize it? What's the metric that matters most in its comments? Guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, again, it, I'm so glad to be back on the airwaves and, and sharing with you the things that excite me about growing our business, the things that excite me about helping our clients uh, raise brand awareness uh, and increase their business revenue uh, and help them ultimately grow their business. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in. My name is Michael Wynn. I'm the Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RB Oppenheim Associates. We'll see you next time on the Digital Marketing Podcast.